0: here. How's it going? Hello Lisa. Happy Sunday. Hi, happy Sunday. <laughs> it's been a minute. Let me bring us up here. It's been a minute. I haven't seen you in a while. How are you?
1: Yes, I am so good. Thank you for having me. How are you, George? I'm
0: great. I'm trying to not get the, uh what do you call it? The the Monday scaries. We're cruising into the week, but I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about what we're here talking about. In fact, actually, I'm like legitimately excited because I want to hear about some of your research (laughs) so let's introduce you and for people who are watching we're we're talking with lisa van ars i this evening we're going to talk about lisa joins a cult for upcoming performance on march 23rd at steel stacks in bethlehem and 22nd Um, there's two of them oh there's two yeah i'm glad that i have you here so that you can (laughs) know that I want to say a quick thank you to our sponsors, WDIY, Wind Creek Event Center, Michael Bernadine with Remax Real Estate, Molly's Irish Girl and Sports Pub, and Banco Beverage. All these good guys, make sure you give them a follow. They support us. They let us do awesome stuff like this. So We appreciate it. Lisa, for people who are not familiar, is a comedian, podcast host, and a cult enthusiast, apparently whose love of these culty groups and curiosity about the divine has taken her to holy sites all around the world. It's really interesting. Uh, So the years of visiting all of these has culminated uh, in this really interesting evening that also communicates tenderness and humor with a side of humor as well. So we are here to, to talk about it and to get more into it. So welcome. Lisa Van Arzell,
1: yay! Yay. Everybody who's
0: watching is cheering for you. (laughs) So yeah, let's talk about this. Um, First of all, talk about where you came up with this idea or or talk a little bit about what you've been doing, you know, comedian-wise and performing and how you came to deciding, I want to make a show about cults. Sure, well,
1: so I am a, you know, local comedian um, I'm pretty committed to keeping comedy as a hobby, which is rare. Most people, you know, wanna be the next Kevin Hart or whatever. I don't feel that sure. way. Um, for me, it's more of a, a creative outlet and like a social opportunity in right. the area. Um, but ArtsQuest had said that they would like me to do a one woman show, which is not something that would have ever been on my to-do list.
0: I like uh, I, I'm free that day, I will do that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just um, not an ambition that I would come up with for myself, uh, but it seemed like a worthy challenge and a growing opportunity. So um, we spitballed ideas for what it could be about. And in that meeting, I was just like yammering on about cults that I visited and how much I love doing it. And then we were like, oh well, that's what the show should be about.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, let's not even go any further than, than that. <laughs> what? Like, who does that? How does this even begin? What where's how
1: what's the first cult you visited? Why? You know? Well, okay, so disclaimer. I I don't like to necessarily like blatantly label any group a cult. Um yeah. just just because it, it can be very alienating and I, I don't want to alienate anyone um, or offend anyone. Um, you picked a great subject. <laughs> Let's go yes, right I'm into the... Very one. trendy. Um, I don't want to but, offend anyone, but I'll pick the worst one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and the, re- the reason why I, I, I'm hesitant, and I say this in the show too, is because the term cult is an inherently pejorative label. Nobody thinks that cults are a good idea. Nobody thinks they're joining one. And I think very few people think they're starting one, at least at first. Um, So if you say to someone, hey, you're in a cult, that's a great way to um, start a confrontation, but not a good way to get anything accomplished. Um, But the show deals completely with religious culty groups. um, And I'm trying to think when the first time would have been that I would have, I think my go-to answer for like visiting a religious group where I interacted like with the people and didn't just like go to see their, you know, like huge breathtaking cathedral or temple or whatever, where I actually like had conversations with people. I would have been 23 and I went to, um, to a Rasta community in Jamaica. So that's, the first one that i can think of it, it might have been happening earlier
0: and i can see right away how you get yourself into trouble because there would be a, a lot of people who would not consider that
1: exactly okay. and i am and i am not saying well. that i would either i okay. the way i view it is cultiness is a spectrum because it's an inherently pejorative term you mm-hmm. can't really define it um and this is an idea that i got from the book cultish by amanda montell so if you want more information on that that's what you want to read Um, but basically because we can't define it, you have to like, look at like, well, these are characteristics that culty groups tend to have. So let me look at this group and see how many of these boxes they're checking. Mm -hmm. And what, what I do in the show is I go through what several of those boxes are or could be. And then I highlight a group that's like a shining example of that particular category.
0: So... There's there's a chance that you might be slightly offended during the show, possibly, you know. So just
1: if you want to be, I I say in the show that like I, I'm going to be talking about a lot of different groups. It, it could be a group that you or someone you love is involved with. It could be a group that you've always thought of as just you know like simple, right. devout, charming people. Um, I I don't think that being offended is a um an emotion that is that is worthwhile most of the time. So I invite people instead of being offended to think about like, what other groups do I see in the world? Yeah. Um, I, whether I agree with them or not, who might check some of these boxes and well, how can yeah, how I look for meaning there?
0: Like, we've been talking seven minutes just about kind of the semantics of the word <laughs> cult, you know? It will tell you how powerful it can be to to be told that you might be in one or- Yes. So, so I think we've established kind of that. Like, we, we, we get it. We're trying to come at it, but you had to you had to name it something.
1: Um, yeah. So yeah, and the name is meant to be, you know, like um an attention grabber as well.
0: Okay. So you go, you 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 witness or you attend Rastafarian uh, experience.
1: And i think Rasta own, communities. Yeah.
0: Sure. Talk about some of that, and maybe some of the other experiences you've had.
1: Oh, well they run the gamut. Um so you want me to talk about Rasta specifically?
0: Well, I mean just in terms of how you went on this path, like from it would be interesting enough that you just went to Rasta, right? So so sure. how, how do you go from that to to another one or like what's a, maybe another group? How do you how do you get in that circuit, so to speak?
1: Well, it just sort of became a hobby. So I was raised very religious. Okay. Um, and was raised to know like this is what we believe and here are the Bible verses that back that up. And here's what the other people believe and here's why their translation of the Bible is wrong. And that's mm-hmm. all you need to know. You don't need to question this. You don't need to think critically. I told you and that's that we're right, they're wrong. They're going to hell we're not. Um right. so so you want to get people to believe what we believe and save their souls and all of that. Um so i i think like to paint with a broad brush um being taught those things so young made me very curious about what other people believe and i i've never been one to not ask questions and follow my curiosity and think critically and i also really love humans like i'm a i really love people um so it just kind of became a a hobby like a natural hobby like oh i'm in india so it goes without saying that i'm going to visit as many hindu temples as i can and the yeah. lotus temple and the taj mahal or i'm in jamaica so i'm gonna go visit this rasta group this time and when i come back in a year i'm gonna go visit that rasta group that time because i'll be closer to them yeah,
0: so um, you're <laughs> from a real place of of exploration and wanting to learn right i mean that's oh, what
1: it seems absolutely like. yeah sure. absolutely and you know i started doing this eons ago it, it was never with the intention of turning it into any sort of content it was for my own curious joy
0: you're playing the long game for like decades to, no. to finally have your one woman that. show at steel stacks that was the that was the plan
1: <laughs> the lofty goal of bethlehem pennsylvania
0: I, I, you know, it's just you know this it'd be a a fun journey. So this is a comedy performance, but it doesn't seem like it's all comedy. I mean of course, like you you have some heartfelt serious topics in there. So can you kind of yeah. give like I don't know, like give um without giving too much away like an example or something of what people can expect?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um like I said, I talk about five different like Categories of things that could make you think that a group is a cult, um, mm-hmm. and I talk about, I believe, nine different groups that I visited during the show. During the show, um, so some of those categories have one group, some of them have two, depending on how long the stories are. Um, I also I have a talk question. about so, uh-huh. is giving
0: away. Um- can we go through the categories, or is that giving stuff away?
1: I think that might be giving too much away. I'm sorry. okay. Well,
0: my the reason that I'm asking that is like cult wise, I'm trying to <laughs> find one like Wawa, loving Wawa. Could that be a cult, or is it missing? Is it missing like one of the four? It's that doesn't it's quite make it's
1: it? It. it's not checking all the boxes. I'll tell you okay. that much.
0: <laughs> well, I, but that's interesting. It's like when do you when do you cross that line? of going from this is kind of fun and then to like, now I'm giving them my paycheck and stuff.
1: Yeah, and, and that can be a really slippery slope and it's it's different for every group and it's different for every person. So, um, so it's it's going to be a varied experience from one situation to another.
0: Right, and I, I stopped you in the middle of that, I apologize. You were talking about the experience and what people can,
1: um yeah so uh, so yeah i'll talk about nine different groups that i've spent time with um some more intimately than others and um those will be in reference like each one kind of has like a oh this one's a really good example of that particular category um so i talk about nine different groups and then also i talk about my own religious upbringing and how that all kind of like unraveled and um where my parents were coming from with their religious upbringings as well. And um, a very important thing to know that's part of the experience is that they're opening the doors an hour early so that people um, can see all of the stuff that I've collected from these groups. It's all gonna be on display. Yeah. Um, There's gonna be tables, like here's the Rasta table, here's the Mormon table, here's the whatever table. Um, And It'll be all of the pamphlets that I've gotten from them, books they've given me or suckered me into buying. Um <laughs> there will be there'll be a couple articles of clothing, tchotchke stuff. Um it'll be it'll be like a very please touch, like you know, feel free to pick them up, read them, page through them, take pictures with them, sort of thing. So trying to make it very immersive. Um and also the first sorry. No, no, keep going, keep going. Okay. Uh, the first 50 people in the door if there are 50 people bold of me to hope <laughs> that 50 <laughs> tickets yeah. sell for each show um but the first 50 people in the door for each show will get um oh i wish i had one with me a fan like a like a you know like your hot fan um right. like uh, not like a <laughs> not like a stealing fan like a you hold it Which, and fan i know yourself. i know a couple of guys who would be very excited
0: about that but yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, yeah, air conditioners weren't in the budget, unfortunately. So no, but um, the first 50 people will get a fan, and um, the fan has the logo for the show on one side, and then on the other side. This was kind of my passion project. I'm a crafty person, more than I am a performer. Um, each fan has a different quote on the reverse side, and it's a quote wow. that I've found through the years in reading different books. Uh, For the most part, or like heard a profound quote from someone and they're all about, um, you know, prayer and faith and God and um, heaven and stuff like that. And some of them Mm -hmm. are really, really poignant and some of them are just funny or amusing. Um, And the hope had been originally to have Mm -hmm. them more incorporated into the show, but there's only so much time. So they became so so many.
0: yeah. well i mean totally, like we, we were joking we we're laughing about but this is really cool to have a one-woman performance where you know it's not your standard comedy show probably going to learn something from it maybe get a little uncomfortable here and there which is what i think most people would like in something like this yeah i, saying, like, I think it's unique and, and it's special that we we have a place like steel stacks to host this and oh absolutely. The fact that we're doing it like I know you, and I know um, like Kate Hughes has hosted one woman performances. Yeah, cool. like yeah,
1: hers were amazing. I went to one yeah. of hers, and it was so helpful to watch Kate's um, and just like see how she does it. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. I see how she, you know, she goes and she changes into a different outfit while this video plays, and I'm going to be doing yeah. that now. Uh, oh, yeah, so yeah. there was a lot of watching of one person shows as Very well cool. during this process.
0: Very cool. Um, what was your most recent cult experience like that happened in reference to this show?
1: Um. Well, the show, the show was already written. Um. But I recently, in October, again, I, I didn't do any of this for material. This is just something I enjoy doing. Um. I I did a trip through New England. Where I stopped at a few different places. Um, one of them the, is the Oneida Mansion. Have you ever heard of that?
0: I've heard of it. I don't think
1: I'm super familiar. I'm obsessed. So this okay. group is no, this group is no longer around. Um, but there was a group in the late 1800s, early 1900s, maybe who they lived in this mansion, and it was it was a sex cult. So. There's usually some form of sexual control in any religious group, yeah. whether that's saving sex for marriage or we believe in polygamy or whatever. This okay. group, um, you weren't allowed to have monogamous relationships. Um, right. you had okay. to you had to sign up to have sex with people. and they had rooms designated for having sex. and um you weren't allowed really? to have sex with someone too often because then you might start getting attached. Um, So then the board might not um, allow you. And so you just go into the room, you have sex, nobody has sleepovers. There's no, um, you know, you then snuggle through the night together or anything. Mm -hmm. And it's about four hours north of here. Were they, I
0: mean, honest question, were they doing that to procreate? Were they making babies from that? Or was it for-
1: So they were not- First, they they wanted to se- like to severely limit the the amount of procreation. There were children born to this community. They had some sort of odd name for them that I can't remember. Um and then they'd be raised communally and you also weren't allowed to like show favor to your bio children or anything. But they yes. um they wanted to to limit that. So they would often have um the older women sleep with Young boys and like show them their way around the female anatomy because they wouldn't be able to get pregnant anymore. So they had they their ways were, of restricting how things. Long
0: ago? Sorry, how long ago was this community going
1: on? I think they were over like early 1900s. I could be wrong. It could have ended in the late 1800s. Uh, yeah, just like but they um they unanimously agreed like yeah we're not going to be a a community anymore. Like they voted. And they were like, okay, we're not a community anymore. And it was the children who kind of convinced them to put that to a vote. Like, um, This is really weird. <laughs> <laughs> and so then they became just like a successful business venture. And um, if you look, in, the, if oh, you the, look uh, in your silverware mansion. drawer, you will likely find that your silverware is made by Oneida LLC. What? I, I went home and looked in my silverware drawer, and sure enough, my forks and spoons and knives are all Oneida. Yikes. They were a wildly successful silverware yeah, company I mean, and I, kitchenware company after they stopped being a sex cult. And my <laughs> best souvenir was they they took spoon handles and made them into barrettes. I bought a couple okay. they are so good. I love recycled art. Uh, That's that's probably one of my more recent ones. And it didn't make into the show because those people aren't around anymore, but they're terribly fascinating. If you ever need a weekend trip, I 10 out of 10 recommend staying at the Oneida mansion. You might not sleep well, (laughs) (laughs) but it's an incredible time. (laughs) It's just kind of creepy to be there. Um, Well, what,
0: yeah. Once you like know, if you like read about it and go like, I guess i had rather learn about it after I was there. <laughs> I'd
1: be like, well, they have a, a pretty good uh, museum on the ground floor and very, very cool. knowledgeable um, tour guides. I was talking to my tour guide after the fact, and I like to ask people, um, like, you know, you clearly know a lot about this group. Would you consider them a cult? Mm-hmm. And he said no. Why? Uh, he He said... Well, a cult is a group that you can't leave
0: but isn't that the same thing as like saying an abusive relationship like why don't you just leave like you,
1: exactly and, and, and you that's can't. what i tried to point out to him like well yeah these people are free to leave but if they do they've already given all of their finances where they gonna, where they assets go? to the group yeah. and and where the hell are they gonna go so sure they can leave but it's a lot easier said than done and that's what a lot of people consider their only criteria for a cult. And it's obviously a much more nuanced thing than that. But everyone should go check out Oneida. And they'll (laughs) be suitable for Oneida at my at my show.
0: I would think too, you know, I I don't want to speak out of turn or anything, but I'm sure Sure. there, there may there may be people who, you know, I know cults when we're talking like real talk legitimately, it might not be something you necessarily want to be in so, like, if people are looking to get out of one, have you have any experience with that, or is that like a topic that you'll broach at all?
1: Um, I don't really talk about that in the show, but I will say this: if someone that you care about is in a group that you think might be a cult, and you're concerned for their well-being, don't say, "Hey, I think you're in a cult," because again just that that's the end of that conversation and and any culty group worth its weight is going to tell their members or potential members ahead of time you know you're going to go home to visit and your family is going to tell you that you're in a cult and they're going to tell you this and that and you know what that means that means that they don't support you or that means that they're not chosen or that means Mm. that they're demonic or whatever so they They cover that ahead of time. So rather than saying, hey, I think you're in a cult, (laughs) just make it as clear as possible that they can always come home to you, no matter what. Whether or not they ever do is not guaranteed, but it'll be a lot easier when the time comes if they know that they have somewhere to go and people to return to. And
0: I think it's, it's, obviously you're taking that Seriously, uh, and I think that's what makes this performance even more you know, uh, evocative, the, the fact that it's all out there and, and you're gonna be really open with your experiences and I think it's great, I'm looking forward to it.
1: I and know there's it's the T. a and about... after, by the way, there's yeah, a that's... question Go the answer after.
0: It. Well, I'm sure even too, like walking through your collection you know, that you've curated, I, I think it would just be fascinating in and of itself, so. So yeah, okay, but let me bring this back on screen here. And how have things been going otherwise? You've just been, you know, working on this for the last, however many, how long does it take to put a show like this together?
1: Well, it was brought up to me three years ago. A few months later we had the discussion and like agreed that it would be about cults and I was going to live at the beach for the summer. So I like used that time to compile notes about all the groups I had already visited and then mm-hmm. spent the fall visiting more and have visited more and more and more since then. So it was kind of nice to have like legitimate permission to make it a priority yeah, do. <laughs> to do this thing that I love doing. Um, and it it took a really, really long time to be like, okay, this is how I want the format of the show to be. This is the group right. that I should talk about for this thing. And I, I never thought that it would take this long to make it happen but it's, it's been a journey and the creative process has played out. So.
0: Well, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see it. I hope other people take the opportunity to see it as well. Lisa joins a cult on March 23rd, uh, and, 22nd. Actually, the, yeah, the, and 22nd, um, I guess the question that I did want to ask you, and I told you I wouldn't, and I wasn't going to sure. forget, what do you hope people get out of this? You know, what is something, I can't, you said it's it's relative, it's subjective for everyone, but maybe what is something that you hope some people get out of it?
1: At the risk of sounding like a total, like Susie Cream Cheese Pollyanna, I, I really hope that, um, people will leave more willing to explore and to bridge a gap with people that they don't agree with. I I think our society, because of our political situation, is really beginning to divide people to the point where they're not willing to even have empathy toward Mm -hmm. whoever they Mm -hmm. consider their opposite. And I hope to bridge that gap a little bit.
0: Well, that is awesome. Um, I'm really happy we got time to talk. I know we've been like going back and forth, uh, (laughs) but this is great. Sorry, I'm trying to bring this back up. There we go. Lisa joins the call, everybody. Saturday, March 23rd and 22nd, steelstacks.org for tickets. Q&A afterwards, there's going to be a whole little artifact show out front. Uh, Lisa, always a pleasure to talk to you. Sorry, I brought you off screen there. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, Looking forward to it. Hold on. You hold on. Everybody else, uh, thank you for watching, and we'll talk to Thanks, you. Thanks, everyone. Please come. Time. Support
1: Arts Quest. Yay.